Welcome back to the Morning Kick podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Welcome back to The Morning Kick with Andrew Pitchford, and it's good to have you here where we're talking to guests about all sorts of topics. We're talking about business. We're talking about how you cope when uh, when things change and how they changed so dramatically. And one of the things that we wanted to do was talk about what's life like for parents looking after the kids at home when it's probably a more intense environment than we're used to. And so we've got a very special guest this morning that I'm welcoming to the show, and that is Karen Young. Karen has a blog called HeySigmund.com, and there's a story behind coming up with that name that was a few years ago, wasn't there, Karen? <laughs> well, kind of, but it's a bit of a flat story. So I, I spent a long, long time trying to come up with a story, as you know, and um, it came to me after a trip to Bunnings and I literally put my foot in the car and said, it's Hey Sigmund, I think it's Hey Sigmund. And I asked my family what they thought and I'm sure, and of course they all said, yep, that's perfect, let's go with that. And I'm sure they said it because they were so tired of me spending <laughs> <laughs> all of our days saying, what about, what about, what about, what about? So that's how um, it came up. But it's basically um, saying, Sigmund Freud, who's the grandfather of psychology, who said a lot of um, off the wall things, but also, um, you know, gave us a lot of strong foundations. And it's kind of saying, hey, Sigmund, we've got some new things here. Hey, Sigmund, we've learned a lot since then. Hey, Sigmund, we're in a different place now. Isn't it fantastic? And you went pretty broad initially looking at the whole human condition, mm. all the things that really affect us as human beings. But very quickly, the whole topic of anxiety really started to get a lot of traction. And you mm. describe yourself now as a child and adolescent anxiety specialist. Can mm. you give us a kind of a feel as to why this wake of inquiry started to come to the website? Mm. I I wrote an article uh, about it, which um, which got lots and lots of traction, lots of attention, and I think that was what drew. Um, a lot of my audience and whenever I wrote anything about anxiety it just kept it just kept um, hitting the mark for people so I could see that was where the need is I also had my own ex personal experience with it and I think when something's personal for you it becomes it just has so much more meaning and the drive to make sense of things for other people and to stay on top of um, of where it's at in terms of research and what are we doing here and and what do we need to know more of? And what do we need to know more of? That drive becomes even bigger when it's personal. Yeah, that, those passion projects tend to get a lot more momentum. And on top of that, they kind of go along uh, a lot further. I remember when you and I sat down and talked about getting this blog together, and we talked about getting hundreds of visits a month, maybe yeah. a little bit down the track. And now we're talking somewhere, 
I'm guessing there's ups of 15, 20,000 people a day visiting this website. So there's a real need and we're seeing parents connecting. Uh, I understand that it's going globally. Do you want to give us a bit of background as to how far reaching HeySigmund.com is going now? Hmm. So it's all over the world um, from what I can see. So I get um, I get inquiries from all over the world and I think there's so much information out there. People are looking for a place to come that's trusted and solid. And um, in terms of anxiety, it's 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 where my heart is. It's where my head is. Um, and anything that comes out, I'm wanting to learn more about it and understand it. Um, and anxiety is a it's a human issue it's not a it's it's not a it's not a breakage issue it's not a um it's not a child issue it's a human issue and everywhere on the planet people experience some sort of anxiety and whether their parents in the states or in the uk or in the middle east or china wherever they are we just want the best for our kids and we parents are the answer parents parents have a profound capacity to be that answer for their children and the reason I started Hey Sigmund was I was I worked in private practice for a lot of years and I worked with um, children and families and adolescents and I came out of it thinking I just want people to have the information that we have as psychologists and that's where that was the initial drive for Hey Sigmund because the power is in the hands of parents. They have children all the time. They have the connection, the influence. Um, and I want to add in the information. That, that first article that you wrote on anxiety in children then turned into a children's book. And I just bring it up so that people can actually recognise it as well here. This is Hey Warrior. Now, the, this has been incredible that it's not just one book. It's starting to go into, I believe, three now. But when the terror attacks happened in Christchurch, there was a real call amongst the schools how do teachers, not only parents, deal with anxiety in the classroom. Do you want to tell us how the book was able to be of assistance in those situations? Yeah, so what I did was um, Hey Warrior explains why anxiety feels the way it does and it explains, it depathologizes anxiety. So it it treats anxiety more as an ally and we need to look at what it's teaching us and we need to be the boss of it. We need to be the boss of, of that part of the brain which makes us feel anxious because it's actually there to look after us. So it's what we need to do is take the fear away from it because we want kids to be able to, when they feel anxious, to, to move forward anyway. So it's not a stop sign. That's what the book does. And I was aware after the terror attacks, um, after, after the... Um, Christchurch, um, sorry, not the terror track, the shooting in Christchurch. Um, I understandably, it happened at a time where kids were separated from parents, they were at school, that was going to drive anxiety. It drove anxiety, the, it rippled around the world that something like this can happen. Um, so I sent the book to the school. So every school in Christchurch got a copy of Hey Warrior and Hey Awesome. And it was just a start. And I think when something like that happens, we as humans, um, we feel it. Whether we are there, whether we know someone there or not, we, we feel it because we, it could have been any of us and it could have been any of our children or any of our loved ones. And there's a sense of helplessness. And with anxiety, 
anything you can do to use that energy um, will help take that anxiety away. So I sent those books to um, every school in Christchurch just for them to talk about it, to make sense of what they might have been feeling, to hopefully help kids get back to school, get back to learning, um, even if they have those wobbly, um, horrible feelings of anxiety. And, and talking about wobbly feelings, all of us are dealing with some level of wobbly feelings mm. right now. So COVID-19 has come upon us pretty quickly. Mm. Um, I know that when things like war have broken out in the past or GFC recessions, I think it has creeped up on people and they've been aware that it was coming. But this has been the tsunami that it just has come out of nowhere. Is there some advice that you can give in terms of how we process that? Because as you said, the with Hey Warrior, we're trying to protect ourselves from the right things, but we need to be the boss. How do we do that? Mm -hmm. So the first thing I think we need to do is say, yes, these are anxious times. This is, these are scary, uncertain times, and we're going to feel anxious. And that's because we're human, not because we're broken, and not necessarily because we're in the line of danger. This is what happens. Now, anxiety also happens to keep us safe. So it mobilizes us for action. So it's because of our anxiety that we're staying home, that we're washing our hands, that we're actually doing the things that we need to do to keep us safe. In terms of each ourselves, it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay to say, well, these are uncertain times and this is how I feel. And then we come back to what's certain because what's out there is so uncertain at the moment, but what is certain? is that when, he, when we are at home, we are safe. And when we go back to doing the things that we know, that creates a sense of that certainty and that solid ground that we need, whether it's cooking or reading or, or playing or, or, or taking a walk in the backyard, whatever it is, we come back to what's certain and to the, to the choices that we can make because there's a lot of choices that we can't make um, and for really good reason. We have to totally respect that. So we come back to what the choices that we can make and we look at, well, who do we want to be when we come out of this? We want to be that person who stayed home to look after people. We want to be that person who rallied and made contact with the people in our lives to make sure they were doing okay. That's Anxiety is there to mobilise us. So it's what we do with that anxious energy. In terms of our children, um, what we can do it's okay for them to see we're a bit anxious it's okay for for us to say you know I feel anxious too because these are scary times and there's big stuff that we're dealing with but what we need to do is do that from a position of strength so they will be looking to us for um, am I safe are we going to get through this okay we can be anxious and uncertain and know that we're going to get through this we can be anxious and strong and that's the message that that's what we need to come from. So we need to tap into that part of us that knows we will get through this. There's a long road ahead and it'll be tough and the world will be a little bit different, um, a lot different for some people after this and we will get through this. And that's the part that we need to communicate to our children. We do need to sit with them in their anxiety. If we just dismiss it and go, you know what, just you just there's nothing for you to worry about. I've got this. We, we've got it all under control. The people have it all under control. We are uh, what that does with their anxiety. The anxiety part of the brain goes, hang on, they don't get this. We're not safe because they don't get it. So we need to sit with them 
in the mess, in those feelings and go, yeah, it's big, isn't it? It's, it's And I know we're okay. I know we're going to get through this. You know that, that old phrase that says um, a problem shared is a problem halved? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of truth in it, but is there a balance for parents in terms of how much of the problem you share with a child? Yes, yes. So we have to remember that kids don't have access to um, the kids aren't able to put things in the context that we're able to put things into. They don't have the information we have around, um, you know, our finances and our health and and the bigger, broader picture. So what we need to do is give them the information they need to to feel safe, to make sense of their experience. Um, and, and that's And that's enough. And, of course, we need to say to them, is there anything you're wondering about? Because you can ask me anything. And we answer it. Honestly, because they can tell if we're fibbing. Yeah. Read us but like what, a book. Yes, absolutely. And but but what it is is even if it's even if it's information that could potentially be unsettling, if we're okay with it, they'll be okay with it. If we're okay enough, we might be unsettled too. But if we're okay enough, they'll feel mm. safe enough. And I guess there's a lesson there that as parents, we need people to talk to as well that can talk in the same language. So I think one of the things I've been encouraged with is the number of Facebook groups and communities that are checking in. Uh, Young people, young people in their 40s and 50s, we'll talk about that, checking in with their older parents. There's a lot of positives that are coming out of this. Karen, can we go back to your website? I noticed that you've actually got a video that's been put up here. Can you give us a bit of background to some of the resources that you've put on the website for people during this time? Yeah, so that's a video for parents um, just about how to talk to kids and how to answer some of the questions and how to make them feel safe. Because at the end of the day, if we think about this, the way to scaffold this is we need to do what we need to do to help them feel safe. And that video talks about how to how to do that. So it's just the day-to-day stuff. One of the things I address in the video is there are some things we need to let go of and that's okay because these are extreme times. So if we don't stick to schedules or routines or if they are having a little bit more screen time than usual or if bedtime gets set back, that's okay. We need to do what we need to do and let go of some of the shoulds for now. There'll be plenty of time for that. The shoulds aren't going anywhere. But during a pandemic, it's not a time for that. I also have an article. To you first. Yeah, exactly. So I have an article about it, and there's lots of resources there about. Um, there's lots of res. That's the articles. Uh, there's lots of resources there about anxiety in kids, and I'm trying to put stuff up regularly um, for how to, um, you know, keep your crew safe in ter- in terms of their mental health and what they can do to keep their mental health strong because kids are going to be dealing. I worry for adolescents who are who are having that break from um, there's so much more to school than education and it's that social interaction. Yeah, it's so important for them. Um, not all of them. Some of them are fine with it, but there'll be kids who will really be feeling it. Um, so I'll be putting up, I'm trying to um, put up lots of things for how to deal with that and how to support them through it. One of the best memes that's going around for a lot of Facebook and Instagram and everything at the moment is the one that says, hey, introverts, check in on your (laughs) extrovert friends because they are so not used to this. Right, I know. And I'm a massive introvert. This is too much for me. And I've been bunkering down for a couple of weeks now because all of my things have been cancelled. 
but but we do we all need to look after each other um and i think the thing is there's introversion with choice and then there's the forced um isolation and and when that choice feels like it's not there that's hard so if people are wanting to get hold of hey warrior and hey awesome they can still go to the hey sigmund dot com website um, everything's still running there how are you going as far as deliveries and getting the word out yeah we're we are still completely on board so australia post um delivers to australia they are still delivering they're still picking up um it's i've noticed it's maybe taking a day or two longer than usual which is understandable and then internationally dhl are still delivering um they're fully operational. Some places are taking again, um, a, a, you know, a little bit longer to get there, but it's it's all getting through. As as we go forward, are there any kind of things that a parent can look for in a child that are good signs they need a check in time? It, it's time to yeah. see how they're doing. Are there little things yeah. we can be more aware of during this time? Yeah. So I would look for. Um, the level of withdrawal, um, especially adolescents tend to withdraw a little bit from more, uh, they tend to um, withdraw a bit from the family. That's their job. They, they, they pull away a bit from the family and they turn towards peers. But when there's a sense that they're pulling away from, from they're not looking forward to it, anything, there's that sense of hopelessness and helplessness um, and numbness. I think that's when we need to um, to sit down with them and and have a conversation. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong, but it's just something to be aware of. We need to let them know that we see them and that we notice them. And sometimes it's about you know I notice that you're you're sleeping more than usual, or you're not eating, or I notice you haven't come out of your room at all in the last two days. Let's talk about it. Tell me what's going on for you and I can handle anything you tell me. So it's just about checking in, letting them feel seen, letting them know we're there. And the big one is letting them know that we can deal with anything they tell us because if we are going to get upset um, and anxious um, because of what we hear, they're not going to keep coming to us. They're not going to want to carry that. So it's and, and of course, then we can get on the phone to a friend or to a partner and weep and wail and do whatever it is. And I, I know that horrible feeling that comes with that helplessness when people you love are stuck, but just not in front of them. There's really good phrases. I love the way that you didn't ask them questions. It was just, I noticed that. Mm. And that's a really nice prompt in terms of it. It might be helping their own realisation of where they're at at the moment. And actually, I, I did do that. And I do need help. And I probably should talk about it. Mm. So those soft prompts are probably very valuable. Yeah. Well, Karen, it's been really good to catch up. I hope that um, people go to heysigmund.com and are able to get more resources. Keep them coming. We all need it. And yeah. a little bit of objectivity and some good advice doesn't go far. And if you've been listening for the first time and maybe weren't aware of heysigmund.com or Karen's work, share it. Share it around that video. I'm going to go and have a watch myself. So what we'd like to do now is just remind you that Excite Media has been involved in putting together the Thrival Plan, which has been to help our business friends and our clients. So if you're interested in knowing more about the Thrival Plan, please 
visit us online. You can go to thrivalplan or sorry, thrival.excitemedia.com.au for a free copy. It's a Google Doc, nice and easy to download, and we'd encourage you to get a copy and give us a call or contact us if you'd like to talk about what's happening. Well, it's been great spending some time with Karen today, and we're going to be back tomorrow with some more guests here on The Morning Kick. We'll see you then. <laughs>